What's up, everybody, and welcome. This is the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast, and I am your host today, Keith Cork. Horace is out. I'm filling in for him. I'm here with my guy, Kenny Taylor. Yeah, that's right. Back to back, Keith and Kenny days. You know you love it. Uh, but we're going to. Kenny, we're going to. It's Thursday. Uh, how do you feel about this slate in general, man? Um, not the greatest slate of games, but I do feel like uh, there's a couple opportunities available in um, two of these matchups, and I feel like uh, the other two matchups I might just fade. Yeah, uh, I think it's gonna be an interesting one here, but uh, but yeah, I'm not feeling it 100, but I would say maybe like 70, percent so I'm feeling it a little bit. So uh, we'll, we'll get into it though. Four game Thursday slate. I'm gonna hit you with the injury news here, uh, Kenny, and uh, it's Paul George. He's out for two to three weeks with a knee injury. Uh, we all kind of know that, but that's that's really it, man. Everything else, uh, guys have been out for a long time. There's nothing really that new. Uh, anything that's popping up that you've seen? Uh, I mean, I, I took this out about two hours ago, so anything popped up that you've seen uh, recently? Um, nah, nothing that I really seen. Yeah. Might get some news on the New York players, um, mm-hmm. but I doubt any of them will just sit out on a back-to-back. But yeah, I feel like this is pretty much what we're about to get. Pretty healthy slate, so I like it, man. Uh, we can kind of knock this out. Uh, all right, man, I've got to – let's just talk about the Knicks, man. New York Knicks and Orlando Magic. I'm going to give the spreads and game totals for each of these games because there's only four of them. We've got the Knicks favored by two and a half points right now in DraftKings. We've got a game total in this game of 229.5, which I believe is the highest – no, second highest one on the slate right now. So uh, I'll, I'll pass it to you, Kenny, man. Who are you liking in this Knicks and Orlando Magic game? Um, with this matchup, I only have interest in cash game plays. Um, if you want to do the spend up options with Randall, I really feel like that's pretty safe to yeah. do on this four game slate, especially if you're doing cash. When it comes to the mid tier options, I feel like you can plug a few of these pieces in with uh, Barrett on New York, Hart on New York. Then on the Orlando side, you can run it back with either a Fultz or a um, Cole Anthony. As a mid-range guard, especially against the New York Knicks. Um, outside of that, if you want a GPP option, you can always throw in a little uh, Mo Wagner, since it seems like he's still getting that 20 minutes for that 3-7 yeah. price tag. Yeah, man, I got Mo Wagner. Uh, he's he's circled on my slate here uh, for GPPs for sure. I think he's a really solid option. I'm going to go one further even. I'm going to go with Gogo Batadze as well at 3,000. He's been getting 15 minutes a game in the last two, my man. Uh, he's got some really good uh, permanent upside in the past, you know, blocks and threes and stuff like that. So definitely a riskier play than Mo Wagner. I don't think you necessarily have to go there, but if you want to get really contrarian, you're throwing out like 30 lineups or something like that, uh, I think you could have Gogo and maybe one of them, and, and he might smash, and he might win that. So there you go. So I'll throw that out there. But, yeah, I like your call with Randall. I think he's a really nice uh, spin-up option on this slate here, uh, relatively safe for sure. Uh, I don't think I ended up with him in my GPP lineup just yet, but uh, I'm going to throw out Brunson also at 7,800. I think that's still a little bit too underpriced. Not the most enticing of plays, but I think he's fine. Um, I'm going to throw one more GPP guy out there, and uh, it's a guy I've been mentioning quite often recently, but Mitchell Robinson at 4,600. I do feel like he still has an upside uh, in a matchup like this where it's not necessarily a good team they're playing against. And they got a lot of big bodies over there in Orlando, so I feel like him and Hartenstein are going to be on the floor plenty of time. Uh, in this one, so I do like him at 4600 as a GPP play, but um, not 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 going to the bank on that one. I just like him because there's not a whole lot of options. It's a four-game slate, obviously. So, uh, but let's move on, man. Let's talk about Cleveland and Brooklyn. Uh, Cleveland right now favored by four points, and we have this. This is the lowest 
Uh, game total on the slate is 218.5 in the game total. Uh, I'm thinking Cleveland does win this one, but uh, Kenny, man, how are you feeling about this one? Is this a game you're fading? Um, this is also the other game I'm going to be fading as well. Uh, yeah. When it comes to Cleveland, I might have some interest in um, Allen mm. at 6'3". Yeah. Um, possibly some interest in um, LaVert at 5'2". And on the Brooklyn side, I mean, cash games, I guess I could put Bridges in a lineup. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes to GPPs, I might have like a lineup or two with either um, Royce O'Neill or Joe Harris. I feel you on that one, man. Yeah, I was looking at Mikhail. Like Mikhail, I like him a lot. I think um, I think he's a really talented player. But but man, he had to shoot like sixty percent from the field to get like eighteen points last game against this Cleveland Cavaliers team. He was like oh seven from the three point line. But like I'm just not. I'm not really into uh, Mikhail Bridges here, so I'm probably not playing him. I do like a Jared Allen call. I've got him on my list here as well. I'm going to throw out a couple of GPP guys that are um, sub 4,000 that you can look at. Uh, I do like Ricky Rubio at 3,600. Um, you know, this is a guy we know he can put up big, big numbers in a hurry. Um, still getting minutes. If this Brooklyn game gets a little bit out of hand, maybe they sit Donovan Mitchell or Darius Garland a little early. He might get a few extra minutes there. So I do think at 3,600, you can look at some Ricky Rubio. I mean, this is the ball for the Brooklyn Nets. I kind of got this is maybe a little bit of a head scratcher for people because he's been kind of crap recently. But uh, Seth Curry at 3,300. I think if you're, you know, if you're going to say that Brooklyn's going to be in this game, I think a guy like Seth Curry is going to have to go off. And he's only 3,300. And obviously, we know if his shots fall and he can put up, you know, 20, 25 real life points. Uh, at 3,300, you're not going to find another guy in this slate that's going to do that kind of thing, I don't think so. Um, so I do have some interest there, but if you're going to play him, I think you need to stack him, Kenny, with like a Mikael Bridges, because you're, you're, you're basically scripting this game uh, where Brooklyn's going to hang in it, and I just don't, I don't see it happening in my heart of hearts. But hey, stranger things have happened, so if you want that to happen, I think that's a good guy, a uh, good little stack to, to go with there. But let's talk Hornets and Pelicans. Currently, the Pelicans are favored by eight points, which makes sense to me. Um, 225.5 is that game total, pretty much mid-range there. So this must be one of the games you're on, Kenny, so I'm going to let you start us off, man. What you into here? Yeah, um, when it comes to this game, it's really just going to be, if I'm playing GPP or cash, when it comes to cash game lineups, I'm going to be loading up on the Charlotte players. So I'm going to have one of the following three, mm-hmm. Rozier, Oubre, or Hayward. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I'm doing GPP, I will looks at either rostering Washington or Hayward on the Charlotte side and running it back with Ingram or Valachunas on the New Orleans side. Uh, when it comes to GPP plays and cheapies, Kai Jones is somebody that I had on my radar for the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, with him, you never really know what type of production you're going to get out of him because he can be a little handsy and he can get in fell trouble early so he could get yanked. But if he's able to get 20, 25 minutes in this game, especially if they actually have uh, Valanchunas out the game and actually focus more on a smaller lineup, I really do feel like this is going to be a 25-30 spot out of him. Mm. And if you want to keep it safe with a cash game option, that shouldn't be too heavily owned. Nick Richards is actually in a nice little spot, especially at that 5,000 price tag. Um, Again, this is another player who, you know, can't get into foul trouble early. So if you do feel like there's going to be a lot of valid chewness out there, I would choose to fade him and go with a cheaper option. But if you feel like New Orleans is going to keep it smaller throughout the matchup, 
um, he's in for a good spot and should be able to give you about 30, 35 DraftKings points for that 5,000 price tag. Yeah, man, I, I feel like Valentinus is going to be chalk because he's had like three games in a row where he's got 42 plus uh, DK points or something like that. Like he's been playing minutes in 20 plus you know range. So I feel like a lot of people are going to have Valentinus at 7,100. I do feel like there's some risk involved there. Obviously, like you said, Pelicans can just kind of pull him at any point in time and just just go small, uh, and they like to do that from time to time. So it, it's risky, but I do feel like you know Valentinus is still a solid play there. But yeah, I, I have to go with Brandon Ingram as my top play. On the whole here at 9,000. I mean, Pelicans are, I think they're either a half game out or they're tied uh, for, for 10th in the play-in right now. And so they're trying to win this game. Um, you know, if the Jazz lost, I think they're, I think they're tied right now. But, um, but yeah, this, this is an important game for them. I do feel like B.I. is going to you know, have his way with the Charlotte Hornets. Obviously, there's no defense being played by those Hornets over there. So, um, you know, I, I really do feel like – and I really do feel like this game total in general is, is low, man. I think you need to pound that over here. I already put a bet on the over. Um, so I'm not sure why it's at 225.5 when it's a Charlotte Hornets game, but uh, there you go. Um, but, yeah, anyways, uh, B.I. I think is my top play. Uh, there's one guy I have here on my list that you did not mention, Kenny. I'm going to throw him out there as a GPP play. That's Josh Richardson at 4,300. I think he does get that Charlotte Hornets bump there. Um, he got, I think, 25 minutes or something like that in the last game. As long as he's getting minutes in that 20, you know, mid-20s range, uh, assists, steals, uh, you know, blocks even, uh, three-pointers, points. I mean, you know, he he contributes all across the board. So I do like him a little bit here. If he gets hot, uh, he can absolutely, you know, win some GPPs for you. So he's a guy we'll throw out there. All right, man, OKC and LA Clippers. This is your Clippers squad, so you're definitely shutting <laughs> us off. But uh, Clippers are favored by two and a half points. Lost that last one. Oh, man, I, what did you think about that last play, man? Let me, let me ask you that real quick in <laughs> that last game. <laughs> it, it, you know, uh, I don't like harping on the past too much. But, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we, we still out of the playing game at the moment, so that's always a positive. And uh, it seemed like we might have caught a lucky break with Paul George. It seemed like it's not as serious yeah, as it looked like bad. when it happened. So yeah. that's always good to know. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to this little rematch, um, I'm actually not going to have too much interest in um, Kwai mm. as a spend-up in this game for cash or GPP. I really do feel like um, your mid-price options, your mid-piece plays are actually going to fill in for the production. So I'm going to be looking at running either Batum, uh, Marcus Morris, um, even... Possibly Trey, man, but I would really just be looking at who they plug into the starting lineup to actually see who's going to get the boost in the um, second unit. Since if we got um, Trey, man, getting plugged in, I really do feel like you're going to be able to get a little bit of um, boosted usage out of um, Eric Gordon in the second unit. If we have Batum plugged in, I feel like you're still going to have man running the backup one for the team, and then I will have a little bit of interest in um, Plumley since I feel like he's going to be in a nice little spot against these bigs on um, OKC. See, I think, I think you have the uh, the inside scoop there on how the Clippers are going to handle, uh, you know, Paul George being out. So your calls are probably better than mine. I do have 
Uh, yeah, Terrence Mann at 4,900 there. Um, I think he's the guy that do plug into the starting lineup. I'm not, like, super sold on him or that he's got, like, a huge ceiling. I know he throws up duds every now and then, especially if he gets in that starting lineup. I mean, I think you're right. The usage really goes towards Kawhi, and it's going to be Westbrook. So, I think, um, you know, you didn't mention Westbrook. So, let me ask you this, man. Are you interested in playing him at all, 7,900? It's a little bit of a heavy price tag there, but, I mean, I think I think I saw his uh, PRA at 30.5 or so uh, on Thrive. So, I mean, is he a guy you're looking at at all? Um, I mean, for DFS purposes, um, unless I'm playing cash game, I really don't see myself having him mm. because I really do feel like he's probably going to be 30% plus ownership. Yeah. yeah. So I, I really like, you know, trying to find my points to come from Esler because I don't think um, – in 2023, Westbrook is going to make or break a slate for me. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, let's. Uh, so OKC, though, I do want to talk about a couple guys in OKC there, like mid range. I think are decent in this uh, matchup here. Uh, Jalen Williams at 6,700. A little bit of a hefty price tag there. Uh, a little bit on the on the more expensive side for those mid range guys, but he had a really nice one that last game. And I just feel like he really matches up well against this uh, Clippers squad. I think he's going to have another nice game. He was kind of kind of had a slow start in that last one too, and still ended up putting up almost 40 DK points. So uh, I feel like he could end up in that 35 to 40 DK point range again. So that's that's a nice little return there uh, for 6700 price tag. And then Lou Dort 5400 um, had a string of not so good games. He's really up and down on the offensive side, but. Um, obviously, you know, his defense comes in handy for this OKC squad. They're going to need somebody on Kawhi. I think he, he, he sticks out there quite a bit uh, to try to you know, shadow Kawhi as much as he can. Hopefully he stays out of foul trouble. But I do think at 5,400, uh, he's a decent guy to throw out there. But anyone on the OKC side, uh, tickling your fancy, man. On OKC, um, I might be kind of against the field on this one, but I'm actually going to plug in um, Giddy in both my cash and GPP lineups. I hmm. uh, know he wasn't in the greatest um, production um, the last game, but right. I really do feel like he should have a better upside than a little bit below 30 draft king points in this um, rematch. So I'm looking at him giving you about 40 um, DK points in this spot, 3540, which is one of the reasons why I'm kind of fading um, Westbrook since I feel like I get the same production in the same game and save $200. Well, there you go. Uh, all right, man. Well, let's move on to Thrive because we've talked about all the games now uh, for DK. But Thrive Fantasy, if you aren't thriving, go to thrivefantasy.com. Use promo code ETHOS and sign up for that deposit bonus up to 250 bucks. I have four plays for you on this Thrive Slate, man. You only need five. So I've got basically everyone covered, man. But uh, how many plays do you got, Kenny? Um, I got two that I like, but I could throw right. in the third. All right. Well, hey, throw it in. I'm, I'm going to start with mine here. Uh, and I'm gonna, I might steal some of yours, too, but we'll see. Uh, I do have uh, Julius Randle over 11.5 rebounds. That's 110 points against the Orlando Magic. Um, like you said, you know, he's a safe cash-type play. I think he's going to have a really nice game here. Knicks are just you know, pretty much rolling right now uh, at this point. So uh, it, the Orlando Magic play big. I feel like Julius Randle is going to be forced to be big, be down low. I think he's going to grab a few more boards than usual. So I do like Randle's over on rebounds. What you got, man? Uh, first play I got is actually going to be in the same game, but I got um, over 19.5 points for Pablo. Mm. I really do feel like New York being on a back-to-back, especially playing a tough matchup against Miami, will allow um, Pablo to get a little bit of an easier defensive version of this New York Knicks team. I like it, man. Uh, I'm going to go with Brandon Ingram over 34.5 points and assists. 
against the Hornets, and that's a 115 point play. Uh, it's a it's a big number, but again, I feel like you know the Pelicans are out to win this game. They got to turn the season around at some point. Uh, this has got to be the one, man. So uh, season's winding down. We only got about like 10 games left for most teams. So uh, I do like him to go over here on points assists. Hopefully more so the points. Uh, but I mean, I'll take all of them. You know, obviously. So I like that over there. What, what else you got, Kenny? Um, second player I got is actually Josh Giddy over 18.5 total points. Um, again, I really felt like, um, this last matchup was more of a little fluke than, um, what you're going to get from him again. Cause he was missing a lot of, um, open looks also made a couple of uh, mistakes as well. And I feel like he's going to get about four to five free throw attempts in this Nets game as well. I like it, man. That's definitely one of those ones that's going to be overlooked. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, over 5.5 rebounds. That's 90 points against the OKC Thunder. Thunder don't really have any centers. Um, and the, the Clippers, at the, in the fourth quarter at least, last uh, game, they went without a center for minutes there. Um, so I'm liking them to do that again at some point this game. So that hopefully will lead to a few more boards for Kawhi. Uh, and obviously without Paul George, he's going to be the engine for the offense. So I like him to go over at 90 points. Uh, did I steal your last one there? Or you got another one for us, Kenny? In a way, you did steal my last <laughs> one. But um, I actually had Kawhi under five. Oh, all right. Um, I really do feel like when it comes to <laughs> rebounding, it really won't be Kawhi's job in this upcoming game. Um, I really do see them playing it a little bit safe as well. So when it comes to PRA of 30.5 for Westbrook, I really feel like he's going to be on the boards a little bit more than usual, especially with PG being out. Um, also see um, Plumlee and um, Zubak also being in the game. I really don't see us running any 100% small unit this upcoming game. Yeah, I like that over on Westbrook as well. That was actually my last play, so um, I do think he's going to go over there. Uh, 30.5 points, rebounds, and assists. I believe the books actually have at 31.5, which isn't a huge difference. Uh, I mean, I could easily see him going, you know, 1 of 15 from the field or something like that. So that would obviously kill that for me. But, hey, he's been pretty good with for the Clippers uh, since he's come over. So I'm hoping that does continue here. So I got the over on Russell Westbrook as well. So those are – that's 130 points, by the way. But uh, those are the Thrive plays for you guys. That's it. That's going to be our show. I am Keith York. You can find me on Twitter at, at Keith And, Kenny, where can people find you and your work, man? Uh, easy. You can find me at – Orange DFS on Twitter. I'm talking about all levels of basketball from NBA to March Madness to Euro League. Always talking about ball. Yep, absolutely, man. Go follow my guy Kenny. And until next time, guys, go get that money.